Hello and welcome. Today we'll be interviewing a radio presenter, comedian, author Joe Stanley. Thank you so much for being here today, Joe. It's my absolute pleasure. So today we will be asking you 10 questions. Seven questions that we have made just for you and the key three, which are three questions we'll be asking to everyone. We'll get started with the questions. Okay. Number one, Francesca. Uh, is that you, Sarah? Oh, yeah. What first started your career in radio? Well, I was doing stand-up comedy, which um, is uh, a pretty crazy thing for me to say because it was a long time ago and I almost can't remember myself as that person, to be honest. <laughs> but I was doing stand-up comedy with my then comedy partner, whose name is Jodie J. Hill, and she and I were doing a show for the comedy festival. And back then... Um, in radio, the people that make the decisions about who's going to be on a show, who's going to be given a show, um, they are called content directors. Those people back then, they used to find new people for their radio station a lot in comedians. These days you'll probably see that often they'll choose people you might recognise from reality TV shows yeah. or maybe musicians or, you know, lots of different kinds of ways. But back then it was often comedians. So they came and saw our show and obviously liked what we were doing. <laughs> and they offered us a Sunday night development show. So it was a show basically late at night on a Sunday when they wouldn't have too many people listening so that we could make mistakes and learn all about radio because neither of us had ever done it before. And yeah. it was really quite an extraordinary thing to suddenly be offered a new skill to be taught something and a new opportunity. And we did that Sunday night show for a year and then they gave us like a proper show on Fox FM. So you started off on Fox? Started off on Fox FM and I was there for a total of 12 years at Fox. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah, I know. Longer than you guys have been alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was at Fox FM for 12 years. Actually, it was 14 in the end because I did a couple wow. of shows in between. And then I did two years at Gold FM. Yeah. Um, and it was the greatest, greatest experience of my life. I was so, so lucky to have that job. Yeah. And just a new experience opened up for you. That's right, Sarah. And it was not just a new experience, but it was an opportunity to um, just really form bonds with people that I loved to work with every day. It was an opportunity to be really creative. I don't know. Do you guys like to write stories? Yeah. Yeah. So effectively when you're on radio every day you have to think about what stories you're going to bring and they might be stories from your life or they might be a story that you read in the paper or you might ask callers to ring and tell about their stories but that was basically what I did every day was just be really creative as creative as I possibly could be what a gift not many jobs allow you to do that and because I'm someone who loves stories it was just an absolute joy to be able to spend every day really bringing stories to life. That's great. Um, and Francesca's got your second question. 
What sparked your interest in radio and TV? Well, you know, I'd never actually thought of doing radio before that person came and saw our show and said, hey, would you like to come and do radio? It had never occurred to me that I would do that. So I couldn't say it. I had a sparked interest until I was given a job. (laughs) And in TV, well, you see, I had studied drama and theatre studies at university. And even at school, at high school, I thought that I might be an actor. So I did lots of drama at school, loved it. And so then I went to uni and studied it. And I then wasn't necessarily a very good actor in the end. (laughs) Um, So, but what I thought I might do is a bit of TV, presenting or, you know, but I didn't, you know, the interesting thing is I thought I should want to do TV because that's what everybody who does any kind of performance aims to do. But actually, a lot of the time I've done TV that I didn't really enjoy that much. I love the TV I do at the moment. It's a show called The House of Wellness. It's a beautiful show and I love it. But often I've done TV and I've not loved it. And I think that's a lesson for me that you don't necessarily need to do the thing that everybody else is doing. If it's yeah. right for you, you know. You can go your own way. <laughs> You can go your own way and sometimes going your own way is very unpopular or very different to other people and other people will be going, why Why are you doing that? That's so weird. You should, you should be doing what everybody else is doing. And, um, you know, it takes practice to not hear those voices. Mm. Francesca's got your third. Oh, wait, no, I'm doing the third question. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> Tell us a bit about your book. Well, I wrote a series of books for sort of an eight to 10 year old reader called Play Like a Girl. And they're about an under 11 girls footy team called The Flyers. And each of the books are written from a different um, perspective. So a different member of the team is um, for each book. And, you know, there are stories about girls who just love playing footy and who love getting rough and dirty and, you know, really being strong and, and, and love their team and doing everything they can to win. And it's a lot about sort of the highs and lows of playing sport. I don't know, do you girls play sport? I, yeah, I play basketball. And so you would know that there's a lot of drama. Again, there are a lot of stories around a sporting team, whether or not you get into the final, whether or not you win, if there's an injury, if there's, you know, infighting between the team or, in, you know, fighting between another team or, you know, there's lots of different stories you can bring. So it's, that, it's all about that kind of stuff. Yeah. How did you come up with the idea for the book? Well, I, again, had someone ask me if I wanted to do it. It feels like most of the adventures in my life I've just fallen into, to be honest. Um, I was doing radio, so the person who wanted me to write the book knew that I loved footy. She also knew that I had written other stories before for kids that they hadn't ever been published, but she knew I'd done that. And um, so she thought... 
you know, she's a pretty good person to write these stories about and un- about a girls' footy team. And so she just asked me to come up with some thoughts. And then I went away and I wrote as many stories as I could and I brought them back. And she said, yes, please bring the flyers to life. We want to read that. So I was very lucky, very lucky to be asked because I had wanted to write a, write a book and be a published author since I was your age. That was my biggest dream when I was your age. That would have been cool. It was very cool. <laughs> um, okay, the next question. Okay. Uh, I've got you. Go. Um, where do you plan to take your career next? Well, um, I am actually making a radio station of my own. So, yeah, because I really, really love radio. Love it. It's my favourite thing to do. And I love listening to it. But I think there are only a certain kind of radio station in Australia to listen to. And some of it's a bit limiting. And so I thought, you know what, I want to make a radio station that's totally different, that's for women who are a bit older, like, you know, your mum's age or my age. And so I'm going to make it myself. So that's my next big career move is that I'm, I guess, creating a startup, which is a different thing altogether because you have to know how to run a business. And I don't really know how to do that. (laughs) So I'm learning as I go. Um, And what's the message you have to spread through your um, your radio station? I, I just want women to know that they're important and that what they have to say matters. I want to celebrate women and I want the world to know that there are all different kinds of women in the world, uh, not just the kinds of women you might see in advertising, which are often, they're always, almost always white and they're always skinny and they're always, you know, a certain kind of pretty or, you know, if you really look at your advertising or the TV shows or the people that read the news, they're always sort of similar looking or sounding, similar experience, you know, sort of backgrounds, family backgrounds. So I just want the world to know that there's lots of different women out there and that we hear their voices and their stories are really important. Yeah, um, and that's a really beautiful message. Um, the next question is, what course study at university? You kind of briefly told us um, a few questions ago, but um, yeah, what course did you study? I did an arts degree, and when you do an arts degree, you get to choose what your main subject is, and I chose drama and theatre studies. So I did lots of studying plays and performance and directing and writing and lots of different things. Um, And I would say, because university is a bit different now because I think you do less of the clubs and the activities outside of class, but I did lots and lots of putting on plays and lots of just um, mucking around in the theatre. It was amazing. I couldn't have been more blessed at university. I loved it. That would have been a very fun course. It was a very, very fun course, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Francesca, um, you've briefly briefly talked about this question. It's what you've worked you're working on right now at the radio station. Um, but yeah, you can talk a bit more about it. Okay, well, you know, the, one of the coolest things I've learned, and this is something 
I really value. I think you should never stop learning. Doesn't matter if you finished a degree and you're not at university anymore, or doesn't matter if you're not at school anymore, or it doesn't even matter if you know you're at a job that you know really, really well. I think you should always be learning. And one of the greatest things that I've learned doing broad radio is how to do live streaming and how to use different kinds of software. So we're going to be doing broad radio live streamed on Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn. And it's all going to be run by a software in my house and we've set up a studio in our house. And yeah, it's really cool to learn what kind of technology is out there and how you can use it in a way to reach your audience, which is exactly what you girls are doing. You know, you're reaching an audience and there are lots of different ways of doing that. Mm. Um, The next question is, um, what has been a tough but valuable experience during your career? Mm. Well, a lot of the time during my career, I haven't got the jobs that I've wanted to get. Particularly as an actor, you go for auditions all the time, all the time. But even outside of being an actor, you might apply for a grant or you might apply for um, an opportunity to make a show or you might hope to get cast on a TV show. And you're always, always having to put yourself in a situation where you really hope you're going to get that opportunity. And there's so much competition for that opportunity. Everybody, you know, this, and very few jobs. It's not like if I wanted to be a teacher or if I wanted to be, um, you know, a, a post office worker or, you know, there's, there's sort of more jobs for that kind of role. But in my industry, there's very few jobs. So you, lots of competition and you almost always will not get that thing that you've actually applied for almost always you will be disappointed and it's very hard not to be really sad you get very sad and you feel like there's something wrong with you and you think oh why am i so hopeless and no one likes me and you know it it can be really hard not to attach yourself to that result and think it's because you've done something wrong or there's something wrong with you but the valuable lesson for me has been just to roll with it and just go oh well i'll have another go next time oh well doesn't matter it's just a job oh well it doesn't mean that i'm not good enough or i'm not liked or whatever it might be it's just a job that i didn't get and someone else got it and next time it might be me and you just got to try again so persistence and resilience are really the two main um, qualities. Absolutely about. critical. Persistence and resilience. And do you know what the other thing is? Just sense of humour. Because you just go, oh, you know, yeah. it's not, none of it really matters that much. What matters is that you're healthy and you have people that you love and you get to spend time with the people that you love. It, it's really, it's not the end of the world if you don't get a job. Yeah. No. Um, so now we're going to do the key three, which are the three questions that we ask everyone. Um, and Francesca will do the first one. Um, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Well, it's sort of similar to the last answer I gave, which is that you are enough. Whoever you are, the unique and special and original parts of you inside 
your soul, your mind, your thoughts, your feelings. They're all perfect. They're exactly as they're supposed to be. And I think I spend a lot of time trying to be a bit different, trying to fit in with other people and thinking that I should change myself. And I really wish I, you know, that just made me really unhappy. And I think I would tell my younger self that you are exactly as you're supposed to be and to really, really love who you are. Yeah, and that's also a similar message to what Francesca and I are trying to spread through this podcast. Yeah. Well, that's a, that is a um, very important message. And, you know, the interesting thing is it doesn't matter how old you are, you still have to remind yourself of that. It's not like you kind of tick yeah. a box and go, oh, well, I've learnt that, move on. You always will have times where you forget that, I think. So it's a really important message that you girls are spreading. It's wonderful. Thank you. Um, our next question is, do you have any advice for our listeners? Mm. Well, my, my favourite thing always is to try and find a way to laugh. And I think, I think that, um, well, one of my favourite songs is Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, I've got to say. Do you like that song? Yeah, it's a good song. That's an awesome it is an song. awesome song and it's a really good message that people, you know, haters going to hate and all of the rest of the lyrics, which I don't remember. But, you know, but, you know, it's, it's you got to just sort of shake off life and go right here at the moment. I'm just going to find a way to laugh and be positive and uh, optimistic because um, you could choose to really focus on hard things, but then you could choose to focus on more positive things and you're going to have a much easier day. Now, I wouldn't say I get that right all the time. In fact, a lot of the time I don't get that right. But that is something I really try to set myself as a goal every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, Francesca, the last question. Um, who inspires you? Well, do you know I am inspired by um, lots of people. Um, I mostly, I think, though, am inspired by my daughter, Willow who's 11 and is, um, she's a very kind and very uh, considered person. She cares a lot and is very, um, very generous with her kindness, but also is really creative and always finds ways to, um, you know, find creative solutions for things and she's very very resilient and I just really I, I whenever I think about her I think about how incredibly fortunate I am to have her in my life but also how you know if she she's so creative and so sort of free-spirited and I, I love that playfulness of life and she really inspires me to do the same and a lot of the time people think that um your idol or someone who inspires you is normally someone famous or well-known, but it can also just be family and people that are close to you that are most... Well, do you know, I feel like I've 
you know, this conversation I've heard lots of people talk about because, you know, it's nice to know who is inspiring so that we can maybe be inspired by that person. But I reckon most of the time when someone answers this question, they say, actually, it's someone that they know really well. And, you, you know, I could name lots of famous people. Oprah Winfrey inspires me. Julia Gillard inspires me. Malala Yousafzai. Um, you know, there are incredible people in the world who have done amazing things, who really do inspire me. But, um, yeah, when you have someone in your life who really has an impact on you, of course that's inspirational, isn't it? I'm sure you girls can think of people that you yeah. love very much who inspire you. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is actually all our questions that we have for you today. Mm. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say before we end the session? Well, I would say I really love that you guys are doing this and that you're thinking about how to have an impact on other people, other listeners. And, you know, think about, I love that you're really, you've set a goal to, I don't know, shift people's thoughts in a day, which is a really beautiful thing because I reckon that's that's why we're here on the planet, to think about what impact we have on other people and how to be really positive for other people. And you girls are doing that. I just really love it. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, do I start talking yeah um thank you so much for listening make sure to listen to our episode in two weeks where we will talk to aflw recruit eliza nicknamara bye Bye. thank you again thank you thanks sarah thanks francesca see you Bye. bye